because I figured that like this would be like a little pilot thing, um, and because we're not going to do the spinner, even though I do actually have it up on the, uh, I, I, I brought it up just in case. But um, yeah, I think this have this as a pilot and see how how we get on, and then um, yeah, take it from there. When, Why? When, right. you say, when you say spinner, I half expected you to come out with a spinner belt, <sighs> like I would. I've got so give me some. I've got I've got more fucking self respect for that. Unless it was the fucking unless it was the edge one, of course. I wouldn't put it past you though. I know you too well. <laughs> Just turn up one day. You're going. Look what I got. Say yeah. This one I polish every day. <laughs> and it, it gets cleaned with real polish. Right, so you want to call this little thing screwdriver with a twist? Tell me why that name. Before we go on, tell me why that. So we, you and me play No Mercy religiously, right? Correct. So the best move in the game is called Screwdriver. That's the Scott Steiner thing, isn't it? It's the thing where you put them up and... Yeah. Just a cool-looking move. So I always thought, yeah, Screwdriver's a good move. It never gets used anymore, so it kind of gets forgotten about. So the word Screwdriver, however, also means a drink, which I believe is vodka and orange juice. Correct. Yep. So with a twist... <laughs> so screwdriver with a twist that's an interesting name it's going to be tricky on the title where to put it because people will see that and go what the fuck is that so I think probably with whatever topic well, we we're can also call it SWAT <laughs> <laughs> just call it SWAT <laughs> screwdriver with a twist it works I like it I like it I like it a lot actually yeah and I suppose the one thing I do need to point is, do we want the uh, wob, 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 wob music? Because the people will like it, won't it's they? One of your, it's your bid, mate. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why not? So Dan has been wanting me to make reviews again for the longest time, haven't you? Every, every time we've hooked up, oh, what are you going to do a vid? Or why don't you do a vid? Or thinking of things that we could do. Um, the voice of the people. The voice of the people. And I remember the last time we actually hung out in per- oh, let me tell this story. So the last time we hung out in, per- in person was in October of 2020. And we decided we decided that we were going to review Starcade 1997. Because if you remember on my 97th Heaven series, I never reviewed it. And about six months before that, Dan and I had started watching Starcade 1997. And three matches in, I fell asleep. So it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those, and he he sat and watched it. So it's one of those. Right, I'm going to make you fucking watch this show, right? And so we were like, oh, I don't. I've prepared loads of notes because we we're going to do like a, something like this. What we're doing here, but in person. And I've yeah, prepared loads of random little notes about little things. And then we were so determined not to fucking watch this show that yeah, you know, the wheel of names that I talked about before, we put eight it's just shows. How we feel about like WCW? It's like we can't look forward to watching it. I just... we, we put eight shows in. Starcade 1997 was one of them, but we put seven of our favourite shows in. And right, let's let's let fate decide. And. It will do an elimination. So we spin the wheel and a pay-per-view comes out. And it goes down one, two, three, four, five. And it goes down to Starcade 1997 and SummerSlam 2001. And fucking Starcade 97 won. It was one of those, god damn, it means we've got to watch it. So we start watching it. Three matches in, I'm like, <sighs> start fucking nodding again. Couldn't believe my fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah, and I kept watching it like a tool. No, fucking useless. Anyway, so going forward, the plan will be that we will yeah. put um, a load of topics into the spinner 
and let the spinner decide, let fate decide, which a topic for us to talk about. Um, I, I think this is going to be kind of a... If you've seen 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, where Bischoff does the majority of the talking, and he's interviewed by that cretin that I don't like, um, whose name... You know, he, I thought you were going to take Meltzer and Earth I, I don't know. I don't know his name. He, he's, he's, he's just the... He's the one who's... Um, he does... Um, he did Bruce Pritchard's podcast as well, I think. And he's the, he's the, he is, you know, that was all right. That was, he, that was, was actually pretty well, I, Bruce, Bruce I didn't like Pritchard's because it was, his impressions were so grating on me. Like, shut up. I love, at least he didn't talk the whole time in a brother love voice. No, thank fuck for that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll put name, we'll put the top, various topics that we think about into a spin and we'll just talk about them. Instead of it being a set thing and it's going to be an on-the-night sort of a thing, I don't, I don't, my reviews were always so heavily scripted, and so this is a shoot. Well, yeah, but what I was going to say is that the things that I know that you done that you used to bark out for, and I think a lot of the a lot of the things that would come out of the comments was always the um, it's the stuff in between the, uh, the the scripted stuff where I just ad lib something that was the funny stuff or the entertaining stuff, and it's where you got the honest yeah. stuff, wasn't it? So I've just realised I've got my yeah, fucking wedding ring on. And such just the one that comes to mind is the when you did the No Way Out 2004 <laughs> thing. What, the review with it? A review? Yeah, yeah. And you went on about, like, the um, the original CD. Put a little ass on it. Oh, uh, it's just you get one. The reason why I enjoyed your reviews is because you got so mad. And for a fan to get angry, it, I just found it amusing. And that, because and you're using your time to and, watch this stuff. Yeah, and that's the, what I said on that vlog that I did that set all this up is that I, I just can't get cross in that way about wrestling anymore because it's the, I, I just it's just a TV show, you know. It's like um, it's like the last series of Game of Thrones where it's just like oh, fuck it. I mean, yeah, people are raging about it. I'm just like me. That's actually a perfect segue into the question I want to ask Ooh, you. Non-scripted, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so that's my question to you is why and when. Did you stop caring about the wrestling product that you spent years following and then all of a sudden it just, bang, stopped following it, stopped reading up on it, and it was just a case of you only, you know, you used to all the time text me saying, oh, did you hear this happened? And, mm. or, you know, this match is happening. And now it's a case of, like, meh. You know, people will tell you about it and stuff. When did you stop following it and why? I don't think I've ever stopped following it entirely, um, because of social media. Um, something like yeah, you know, I'm the the people that I follow on Twitter. For example, I follow the um, OSW guys and I follow Matthew of Botchmania fame, and people like that that still will tweet about the stuff. That, I mean, V One, for example, from OSW, he watches Raw, SmackDown pay per views. So if nothing else, I see what's happened on the shows through what he says. And then if he if he says a match is particularly good, there is a chance I will watch it. I mean, an example um, of one that I would, if I had the time, I would have gone and watched was he was raving about Wrestle Kingdom Night 1, and especially yeah. the uh, Okada versus Osprey match, I think it was. He was saying, you know, this is absolutely amazing, this is great, blah, blah, blah. So I was, you know, it's one of those, okay, if I've got 15 minutes, I might go and watch that. Um, I'm trying to think. I think you've got to remember my whole life changed in 2016. In you know, January 2016, when Lisa and I split up, um, my whole life did a did a 180. So from, I went from you know from having as much time as I wanted to to 
um, in between me and Lisa splitting up and me um, starting a job that I got where I was working as a full-time as a courier, and my free time went from being virtually limitless to being a very finite amount of time. And that the thing with that is it meant that wrestling really did take a backseat. And it was at that point, really, that I um, stopped caring about the... Stop caring as much about the American product, but um, it depends. I mean, with the British stuff, it's only in the last year right, that, right. Um, that it went from being my my sole all consuming passion to being a completely dead issue to me. So that was um, about this time last year, I reckon. Because just to, just to touch on the the Brit rest thing, you you got not obsessed, but you got so involved in that. Absolutely. You know, where you would go to, you know, you'd go to every, you'd buy season tickets. I remember, you you know, talking to me, and I'm sure at some point in the series we'll talk about the uh, <laughs> the suitable replacement story. Great story. Look um, forward to that one. Yeah, but, you know, you you were telling me so much, and I, I never really followed Brit Rest. Like, for, for those who don't know, I, I was into, you know, Japanese wrestling. I, I love uh, New Japan, which I followed for years, and um, WWE here and there, but... Brit Rest was never something that took my interest until you sort of said, you know, do you want to go to a, a local show? Mm. And it was, it became more about the the, the hanging out aspect yeah. and, uh, you know, being in a room full of 20 people than it did. We don't care what wrestling happens. It's just fun to be to be there. But in terms of the, the Brit Wrestling maintaining and carrying your interest, that kind of became your your main thing because you yeah. didn't really care about the American product yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely correct. Um, I mean, I kept doing, I've got to remember, I, I, just, I, felt, I discovered Future Shock in 2011. So, yeah, so a couple of months before that, I passed my driving test and that allowed me to go, because um, Ryan Hendricks of UBW fame, he was K-Bar and he was, you know, he, he was training, he trained under Kid Cash when they did a training seminar there. And he was always on me, like, you've got to come to Future Shock, it's really, really great. And it's one of those, like, I can't get there, I can't get to Stockport. So, you know, they're going to you did training as well. Yeah, but a long way. Well, I trained in 2010 in Stoke. But you were heavily involved with the people in Brickress. Yeah, well, that's going to say, because, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves there. I, I, yeah, I fell in love with Brickress in 2011. And as I got more into British wrestling... Because you got to remember, I, you know, when when the big wave came over and you know what what turned into WWE, NXT UK and all that, that's. But um, I, I still remember. I, I remember going to shows where there was ten people there, you know, and you know before yeah. the, before you, you know, a few years later you went to every show you went to was completely sold out, and you know, you had to buy tickets months in advance. Um, and basically, my my interest in the American product went down and down and down and down and down, and the, my interest in the British product went up and up and up and up. And I say Future Shop became my thing, and we went to we went to Southside shows in 2012, yeah. and uh, went to PCW shows, and I went to any anything I could do. And as my um, as my relationship started to fail, in my previous relationship, I, I used going to wrestling shows as an as an excuse to not be at home. Basically, I know that's an awful thing to say, but it's just that's that's the truth of it. Um, and yeah, because we yeah, still you know for, for, you know just just to be honest here. We still book WrestleMania weekend off work, and we still will make an effort to sit. I mean, I, I, I was at thirty-four. I you know went to New Orleans, and I, I still had an interest in 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 that. I don't follow the products much like you. I don't watch Raw. I don't look at spoilers. I don't go and you know check the website the next day to see what happened. Okay. It just there's no interest there. But 
you know, I used to. I, I'm sure you. you I'm sure you were the same. That I would. I would. I would. On a Tuesday morning, I would wake up, and the first thing I do when I pick my phone up would be to go onto Scott Keith's website and read what happened on Raw. Yep. I did that for even when I stopped watching Raw. I did that every Tuesday without fail, and I haven't done that. Why did you stop watching? Why did I stop watching Raw when it went to three hours? I don't. Yeah. I don't have three hours. Even if you, if, if you watch it on fast forward, or you skip through the adverts, you still look at two and a half hours. And I don't have that time to commit to a wrestling show. I don't watch AEW Dynamite. I know from no. the ones that I've seen. God, that ice. If you if you hear something, it's the ice cube clicking on there. Um, I know that AEW Dynamite is a fantastic wrestling show. Week in, week out, it's really, really good. I don't have the two hours to watch it. You know? Do you find that when you do have free time now, you would rather watch matches that you know you enjoy or shows you know you enjoy rather than keeping up with the current product? It's a tricky one because I don't... I only watch wrestling with you. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I got so lucky in that I met a girl who liked going to wrestling shows. Not me. Not, no, no. So when, when, when I moved, you know, when I, my, my, my interest in Future Shock really started to wane when Dave Rain retired. Because um, Dave Rain was a, such a massive part of Future Shock for me, a massive appeal to me. And when he retired, I noticed a, a noticeable downturn in, my, in what I thought of the shows. But I, at the same time, as that was going down, 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 this was what I was trying to say a moment ago, as that was going down, my love and passion for Fight Club Pro just went fucking through the fucking roof. And it became my thing. And to meet a girl who loved going to Fight Club Pro and making it in such a big, it was such a big part of our lives for two years. And, you know, we were every every show we went and we went and stayed in Wolverhampton and we got a hotel together and we went and got shit-faced drunk at the shows. And, you know, that was fucking fantastic. That was huge to me. When Liz's interest in wrestling started going, which is, at the end of the day, being, being honest again, when we got our dog... Because what it meant is that one of us had to stay at home. Because at that, that time we didn't, yeah, you know, we've got a really great dog sitter now. So if things were stayed the, stayed the same, we could have been very different. But we just couldn't find a decent dog sitter. So it meant that one of us had to stay at home. And I found that um, I didn't want to stay over anymore if Liz wasn't going to be there, which meant driving home from the shows, and I, which meant of course not having a drink at the shows. And it just it it wasn't the same. But at the same time, yeah. the wrestling, yeah. what you said before is the hanging out element. So hanging out with my friends at the shows was huge, yeah. was a huge part of it. And there were shows that we went to, like me, you and Extreme Dave went to the Southside show in, in Sheffield. And the ones yeah. where we could have a pint were fucking fantastic. If I had to drive home afterwards, was, Sheffield's a long way from where I live now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it was that aspect of it that... Um, but did you did you make an effort to go to those shows because you you still had an interest in wrestling? Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. And because I mean, Fight Club Pro shows were spe- were very special. Because you, you never to... ever lost your interest in wrestling. It was just the current product. Yeah, that's that, that, yeah, yeah. So I still I could still um, I still I got a great big kick out of seeing the best of the British talent combined with the best um, American imports. Um, and getting into storylines that I cared about because that was the important thing. Someone like PCW mm. would, um, they would book British guys and they would book the American imports. And as a rule, they were always the not past it ones, but a lot of them were, you know, the 
stars from the 80s and 90s so you can get your photo taken with them and go and get their autograph or something like that and you might get an all right match out of some of them but whereas Fight Club Pro and Progress for example were, were companies where that you were getting the best of the best of the best people wrestlers like Keith Lee you'd see you know two years before he signed with the Fed you know things he, that's just you know the first example I can think of that's only because I saw a, a poster on my Facebook timeline today was Omari versus Keith Lee from 2017 and like yeah that was a fantastic match I remember it clear as day in my mind so um, as, yeah I was, I was still massively invested in the product and when they got a storyline that was really good that you could really sink your teeth into and that you made you emotionally invested um, I was, it was, it was just the best. This is, it was always a, this is the best thing in the world. Truly, it is. It's a classic example of I will pay my money because I care. Mm. And well said. With regards, to, I mean, when, when was the last time you ordered a pay per view? Well, that's an interesting question because, of course, the network means I don't have to order pay per views anymore. Yeah, but in terms of like before the network and things, because you, you, you still stopped. I'm not going to say caring, but you didn't talk about like WWE or you know even TNA at that point. Going back, mm. it just didn't seem to. Well, I've had the network. I've had the network since day one, of course. So I haven't bought a pay per view yeah. in a long, long time. But I mean, I, I think before well, that, yeah. I, I, I would buy. I'd buy the big. I always bought. You know, I always watch Rumble. Always watch Mania. We bought the AEW one. I remember that. Oh yes, we did, didn't we? So the last AEW yeah. one was the one with the uh, the stadium match. Yeah, I, I think I used the wrong the wrong term there. I think I should say, when was the last time you were looking forward to a pay-per-view? Oh, uh, that's fair enough. I th- probably that one then, yeah. That's probably the last one. Because yeah. it was, uh, I'm intrigued to see what they can do with an empty arena. Um, and then, yeah, we were meant to watch the whatever the last one was, and then you, you were busy on the Saturday night, so we didn't get around to it. Um yeah, it's it's funny. I I know, like I said a moment ago, I know AEW's good. I know it is. I I know that it's a good watch, but it's the if I've got to spend if I've got Saturday night free and you and you're not about and it's one of those like look there's an AEW pay for your draw watch it. Like, not you know because it turns to the misses. Like should we put it on? It's like no, nah, let's just watch a film or you know go in the hot tub or something like that. <laughs> it's yeah. pesky real life, you know. But here's the thing, right? You 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 mentioned you started this off with and um, yeah I'm sorry to I'm sorry folks if you think we're a bit rambling I guess we're just trying to find our feet aren't we but we do that, um, you asked about when I stopped caring right um, last night I couldn't sleep and on my Kindle at the moment I'm reading I'm reading a book called Titan Sinking which is all about the WWF in 1995 you know I'm reading that and I can't put it down. Admittedly, I can't sleep. I'm reading it just, and this is fascinating. The book I read before that was a book called Nitro, which is a book that I bought you, Dan, for your birthday. Um, I read that, I gave it to Dan in October because I didn't know if if lockdown, we go into lockdown again because his birthday's in November. And literally, I got home from Dan's in that first weekend in October and started reading Nitro again for the second time. It is a fascinating book. I watch every OSW review religiously and I'm just yeah they they've just finished their Lex Express series and I've started um going back through that so I'm, I the last one I watched was Royal Rumble 1993 their review of that I watched that at the weekend if I'm going to watch some wrestling it will always 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 be um old and more importantly it's for me I want I want to watch someone else's opinion of it for some reason and it's, if if it's I mean, OSW is just my favorite thing OSW is one of the reasons why I stopped making vids <laughs> 
because I watched I watched yeah. their WrestleMania nine review and went, well, that's me fucked, isn't it? Because you are doing exactly what I wish I could do. You're 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 being funny, you're being creative, but also you're showing the footage on the screen, which I cannot do. And I know I can't do. Um, so yeah, I, I still I still I still watch. I still have an interest, but it's not in today's product, which is so strange. Because here's a question for you. Let me throw a question back at you. That I thought about this when when you asked me this before was. Would you say that in ring the current generation are the best generation of wrestlers that there's ever been, in terms of the actual, yeah. in terms of in you know anything, but it's just as the in ring craft in terms of work rate, which is always always our big thing in two thousand and five when we watched Ring of Honor, wasn't it? Work rate, work rate, yeah, work rate is the big thing. Oh, WWE have got the big men, but Ring of Honor have got the work rate. You know, would you I mean, agree with that? Change for us when we got into like Ring of Honor and and even like back in two thousand and five, things like TNA. Because um, it was something different, and WWE weren't great at that time. That was kind of when the characters, I feel, started phasing out. That's something and we talk about a lot. Themselves were what hooked us to, as as fans, especially during. I mean, I, I grew up a fan during the Attitude Era, which was, you know, in terms of pro- product, the the wrestling wasn't great. Oh yeah, gone back to that. I made I made, I made, I made various was, series about how in ring it was shy. <laughs> But the, the characters were mm. what drew you or drew me to the product. You know, that was what I, I fell in love with. But then I started paying attention to the actual, yeah, Bret Hart would say, art of it. Mm. And that was what, you know, I, I started taking interest in. And then I found Japan and, and stuff, which kind of had the, the two of them together. But for me, it was, it was, you know, everyone's, you know, sort of, you know how when you go on a wrestling game and you got to create a wrestler and you have like this, you know, just muscly dude in a pair of trunks. That's your default, mm-hmm. right? To me, that's what everybody is now. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this in you the know, past, that, haven't we? We've said it's right. So you, yeah. what's your name? Well, my name is Mark Pearson. And what do you do? I'm a wrestler. And what else are you? I'm a good wrestler. Like, and I, I'm good at wrestling. Yeah. Give me yeah. what, what... That will make me care a little bit because I like wrestling and I like seeing good wrestling. But that's not going to hook me in. That's not going to make me want to pay money to watch you fight at all. No. I think it's one of those, it, no. it's the biggest thing at the moment is, 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 is wrestlers are small compared to how they used to be. So they don't look like wrestlers. It's one of those things I never thought I would say 10 years ago. And now it's one of those, yeah, but they, everyone looks the same. And yeah, no, no one's got any fucking characters. No one's got a character. So you just go, me. And that's a huge thing for me. It's huge. It's a huge realization where you just go, "Fuck, man, where's that come from?" Because when you watch, when you watch, when we watched, it was the after. It was when we were at your place, right? The last time I came to yours, and we watched a Dragon Gate match, Ring of Honor versus Dragon Gate match. Do you remember? Yeah. And we sat there going, "This." I bet when we watched that for the first time, this match was the greatest. And it would, I was just watching it going, it's flips, it's flips, great. Why don't you fucking sell something? Just, you know, sell something? Spotlight. Please sell something. Please sell something. Would you just sell something? And just going, oh, I don't give a fuck. And then, of course, 20 minutes after the match is finished. It's it's storytelling. Like, storytelling. And storytelling is integral. And you, you watch, I mean, I, I can't even tell you, you know, half the people who are on the roster right now. And it, this is in WWE. Mm-hmm. And... You know, but going back to something, you know, you spoke about on your, your vlog thing about how I sent you a question about, you know, 1980s something. And straight away, it's like, yep, I know that. Yep. You know, it's just, 
you you remember things you care about, mm. but you you've lost interest along the way because it doesn't hook you anymore. It doesn't. I reckon even if, with or without time, you would make time if it was worth watching. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, we watched together the... I, I told you this was back in, like, a few years ago. I told you about the uh, series between Omega and Okada mm-hmm. from New Japan. And I said, dude, you, you've got to watch this. Mm-hmm. You just have to watch this. And, you know, we, we set time aside and we, we watched it, and it was great. You know, Is that we watched all four matches did I watch the Wrestle Kingdom live and you didn't? Was that on one of those? No. Okay, fair enough. There was there was there was an old no, show that I, I I stayed up until daft o'clock in the morning to watch and you didn't. Okay, fair enough. Not this year, the year before. I think yeah, but yeah, it was just like okay, we know this is good. We're gonna set time aside to watch it. I can't remember the last time we did that for a WWE show. I know we still book WrestleMania off, but I can't even so remember anything watched, that happened at this year's We watched WrestleMania 35? 30, no, 36. 30, 30, yeah, 36. I remember we watched it. I don't remember much of it because we just got pissed. Really pissed. <laughs> it was a two-day thing, <laughs> two wasn't day it? thing. So it was a case of both days for me. I think it was a case of going back and watch. I went back and watched... I watched the Boneyard match and I watched the Funhouse match. Yeah back just as a you know i want i, I want a second opinion here i'm gonna watch these with liz like what do you think of this and both That's matches another... both matches she went and you enjoyed this and i'm I going feel, feeling a bit stupid because they're very much boneyard match yeah i, I we're like yeah it's all right isn't it? <laughs> on the night i was like yeah it's really they, fucking good like the boneyard match because it's taker's last match mm. yeah yeah that's got a big deal the, the the um what was the the other one the the Seen a Wyatt one. Yeah, the fire by fun house match. Yeah, I stopped watching that if you remember halfway through and went and went myself something to eat because I couldn't. I, I thought to myself like, why? What? I mean, and this this is something that WWE are doing now, and I I, I get it. they're trying to do um, the cinematography. They're focusing more on the entertainment. Hmm. You know, they're focusing more. Not that I find it entertaining, but you remember the swamp thing? Yes, that was Braun Strowman. We watched yeah, that live, like, didn't we? Uh, yeah, and I think who is who is that supposed to appeal to? You know, crocodiles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, like, just let's go. Just, I, I don't see. Let's go. Let's back up a second. So, what made you stop going to the British shows? Because you 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 tapped out long before COVID. You can't blame COVID on it. What made you stop going to the British? Well, shows? You you and me ended up walking out of a couple of shows. We, we walked out of a good wrestling show in Milton Keynes, didn't we? Which was yeah. sad because and we'd been to I, a couple of their shows that have been really enjoyable. And it's in a metal uh, club, isn't it, that their venue is? One of my favourite places, yeah. And it, it was just like, really? like I found it hard to take seriously something I don't take seriously. Hmm. Okay. Because the way I, if I, the way I remember it with 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 you, is that we went to a Southside show, where the main event was a ladder match. I can't remember where that was though, I'm afraid. And Stevenage. It was in Stevenage, right? So we went to a Southside show where, bad booking, bad crowd, and not the best in ring action made us go. This is a bit wank, isn't it? And then we went to. Well, they had it. Go on. 
they had Phoenix there. And you, well, I, I mean, I, I think Phoenix is great. And I thought, yeah, great, you know, get to see Phoenix. And he, they did like an injury angle where like a bunch of people carried him out. And then the announcer said, we're going to have to ask everybody to leave. Thank you so much. You know what these, all these guys go through, uh, blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, this guy is putting on five-star matches in Mexico. And no one needs to get in the ring and talk about it afterwards. Hmm. Are, you sure, are you sure it wasn't in Durango? Are you sure he wasn't getting injured? Because he, he fell off a ladder, didn't he? He was he was working in like Mexico the next week. I'm pretty sure hmm. of it. But anyway, I just remember being disappointed when I've done anything. Is you don't want to, you don't want to go to, and I've had great time at Southside. You know, I've been great great bunch of people there, but not to single Southside out. But it's just to to go to a show and just feel disappointed when you leave. That's not what you want. Hmm. And I had that with the good wrestling that you, you know, you took me to, and I had that in a couple of other shows. And I just thought to myself, well, wouldn't you rather do something else? Like, <laughs> are you sure it wasn't just because you really fucking hate Joseph Connors? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, I took I down to a a, 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 a down some stairs once. Some... I took down to a show in, in Bedford, right, a Southside yeah. show, and it was at Bedford Football Club. And I didn't tell him that it was the, the show was called oh. the Joseph Connors Memorial Show, and the look on his little face when we got there was fantastic. But when we did get there, we were the only people there. We all the wrestlers were there, and the ring was there. We were the, we were stood outside going, "Is this the right mm. place?" And they could see the wrestlers going, "So this is obviously the right place." I'm like, "This is going to be shit, isn't it?" Because there's no one here. And eventually, there was a I few was people. I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be one." And that show was crap. And that was the last uh, Southside show we went to. Of course, Southside doesn't even exist anymore. Ref Pro took them over, but that was the last one that we. That was the last yeah. show that we went to together, and that's got to be two years ago, hasn't it? Thing is, we we had great. Some Southside shows I we went to were great. Yeah, and, we had you know, I mean, I, I remember when they were doing them in St. Neitz, and, and you know, loved anniversary them. And, show. And, you the, know, the no rope, the no rope match was fucking yeah, special. That was, that was yeah, a really was good show. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we went to a couple of the speakings as well, didn't we? The one in Nottingham was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Really good shows, but you know, we, I mean, we've been to shows where it's just you know blown, you know, American wrestling out of the water with things like you know when we saw Dragon Gate. Oh yeah, Shingo yeah, and yeah, uh, best ever. you know we've been to Ring of Honor. We went to Ring of Honor in Leicester. Yes, we did. Good show. And yeah, we you know it's just you just don't want to leave something that you care about feeling disappointed. You know, if you went and saw a band, so you know you like Thunder, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes. You and there's like Thunder. Mm. So if you went and saw Thunder, and you left disappointed, you probably wouldn't go see him again. No, oh, I don't know. I mean, Thunder's probably not the best of choices because you know that she would. But at the same, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get you. you on know that what one. I mean? Yeah. yeah, you pay your money and you sit there and you think, hmm. But whose fault is that at the end of the day? Mm. Because you can collate this back to you know why we stopped watching televised wrestling. Mm. Who, who's who's to point the finger at? You know why they haven't held the audience, and you probably know people who who you're friends with, who you know you met through wrestling, oh, who you no longer associate with wrestling with at all. Mm, yeah, that's fair one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't, know, don't, don't, as I said before, I, I met um, I met Liz at a wrestling show. You know, the woman I ended up marrying, I met at a wrestling show, and we don't watch any wrestling at all yeah. together now. Nothing at all. It just doesn't crop up at all. 
Which is sad because it was one of those. It was always it was always our thing, and we were always we were so so passionate about Fight Club Pro. Les and I were so so passionate. Both season ticket holders. Think how much money that costs a season ticket for two people when you're yeah. buying them at the same time. And you know, always went to the shows, passionately supported them. Went to London and went to Birmingham, went to Manchester for the shows. You know, spent so much money on T-shirts and merchandise and hoodie and everything. But all the DVDs, all of it, gave them so much money. And now the the, the interest is well, Fight Club Pro doesn't exist anymore. So it's that you know they're complete completely gone. And I can't look back on a lot of their shows with happy memories because of just the speaking out movement last year absolutely destroyed it, completely destroyed it. Any last vestiges? Because I'd, I'd I'd realized in two thousand and nineteen is that I was going to the shows and I was um, I'd meet up with the lads and we'd go to Nando's beforehand and we'd have a meal and we'd catch up and we'd just be mates because it was the only time we ever used to hang out. We didn't hang out away from wrestling weirdly, um, and we'd just catch up and we'd just have a laugh and then. I found myself like I'd go and get in the queue for the show and we'd have some banter and all that jazz. And then literally from the moment that the first bell went, I was just like in the back of my mind going, yeah, but it's a fucking two hour drive home from here. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'd get to that, especially I'd get to the intermission. And if the, if the first half hadn't been very good, I'd be just like, right, I want to go home now. I'm, re- I'm ready to go home. And it was always, um, so in our little um, group chat that we had, um, um, we'd do a little thing where you get your little thumbs up icon, give us a thumbs up when you get home. And I've got a smartwatch that um, is connected to Messenger. So if, imagine you're driving like 45 minutes into your drive home and your watch goes, because someone's got home, and it goes again and again and again and again, because the six of people that you've gone to, five of them are already home. And I'm sat going, fucking hell, I've got an hour, at least an hour and a quarter drive yet to go. Yeah. So you, you get home, and of course you're buzzing off the show and you're buzzing off the drive home because you know, you've got most, a lot of it's motorway driving, so you're wide awake and you get home just like, oh my God, I can't fucking sleep. But I, re- I just realised that I was just not enjoying any of it anymore because Fight Club Pro were running this storyline uh, where it was the Fight Club Pro essentially versus Schroedenfried, which was a stable that they had, and a lot of the crowd liked the heels. And I get that, you know, the cool heel factor like the NWO always were you see the NWO t-shirts but you know that they're the bad guys so you make a point of booing them or more importantly when fucking Sting comes out to save the day you make a point of cheering these fuckers would boo the good guys and it was it made it the worst atmosphere to be part of and then so this went on and on like it was it was like I won't be renewing my season ticket for next year. I, I just know that I won't be. And then one there was one show where and I, you'll know where this is going in a second. So I was a friend of mine came to the show and even though I had a front row season ticket, I chose to stand at the back of the building with him. And we would, we would spend most of the show just just chatting to be honest. But um, the main event was Dan Maloney versus Trent Seven. It was a four-way elimination match, and it went down to Dan Maloney versus Trent Seven, and the winner would be the new Fight Club Pro Champion. And it was, you know, it was having a nice little back and forth, and these two were quite stiff and everything, so he's quite nice. And then, fucking Trent Seven gets him up on the shoulders, and I turned to the guy I was with and went, because he's going to do a burning hammer. He'll kick out a one. Hits a burning hammer, and I said it as a joke, just as a you know, <laughs> watch this. I'll kick out a one, and he fucking did. And I lost my fucking mind. I sent you a message saying, yeah, I've just seen yeah, someone yeah. kick out of Burning Hammer at one. And you're what the fucking capitals. And I raged. And I literally, that was the moment that utterly killed wrestling for me. That moment was that I don't 
like this anymore. I don't like the spot fest and doing moves for moves sake anymore. It's like that is a sacred move that I fucking care about and have done for the longest time. And I've just watched someone kick out of it for a meaningless thing. It's not like a, he kicked out of it and then hit his finish and won the match. It was just a, a transitional move. It was just a, right, oh well, just to pop the crowd once. And you're like, why? Why, why, why have you just done that? And at that point, and I literally, I've been, to, after that, I went to one more Fargo Pro show and I knew, I was, knew I was done. I knew I was absolutely done from that point. And then, like, you, know, you have the winter off and, like, you, the, the, you start thinking, like, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go. And then I had a big falling out with one of the guys I used to go to wrestling with, which I won't go into now because it's not fair. But also, and then, and then. So that was, like, literally, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at maybe, like, 5% interest in going back again. And then when the Speaking Out movement hit last year, I was just watching people that I've had the best memories of. You know, Jack Gallagher winning the Future Shot Championship was one of my favourite, favourite things. And watching him get fired by WWE because he'd been accused of raping someone made me just go, right, how can I ever think about that memory again with a good yeah. conscience? How can I think about Travis Banks winning the future Fight Club Pro Championship when he'd been accused of uh, having an awful relationship with Millie McKenzie? And it's just literally, it became a... I, we were back and forth on WhatsApp going, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. It's like, I cannot believe yeah, the people that, that I thing. respect that. so much and the moments that I cared about are being soiled by this. And at that point, it's like, I, I am done. I will never go to another wrestling show ever again because I just can't imagine... I've always known that wrestling is a scummy business. We all, I think if you know, if you're a wrestling fan and you know the inner workings of the business, which most of us do because we're fucking smart fans these days, you know that it's a fucking scummy business. Vince McMahon taking people's Twitch accounts off them just this last six months is a fucking stupid thing to do. But when you, when it, when it, when it's so close to home, when, it, when it's so close to it, and it's like, there's people that you respect and people you care about. Fucking Martin Zaki, Fight Club Pro promoter, using the Fight Club Pro um, Facebook thing to send dirty messages to girls. You know? And you just go, dude, I used to respect you so much. And now, I, I, I couldn't even look you in the eye if I met you in the street. You, you're just scum. And this business attracts scum of the worst kind. And you just go, oh, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'll happily just go and watch wrestling reviews and watch old shows where I was 15 years old and didn't fucking care about anything else. This was my main thing. And I can I can watch that comfortably, whereas nowadays, I just, I just, I just, I can't. It's like films, films from your childhood. You, you keep watching them, like Christmas films, for example. Mm. You'll always watch them because they remind you of a happy time. Mm. Same thing with watching wrestling from, like, I mean, it's 20 years ago. We were talking about the uh, the Great Trilogy, which is the Rumble, No Way Out, and Mania oh, 17. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, you can always go back and watch that oh, yeah. because that was the, the, the best time to, like, be a fan of that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I stopped, and this is a funny one for you because I don't think I've actually told you this before, but my interest in live wrestling going to live shows we were in milton Keynes watching uh, new japan oh which i God, asked you yes come with me and we were sat there and we're watching it and it wasn't i mean it wasn't the best show but it wasn't it wasn't offensively terrible but you and i were sat there and we're watching you know watching a match going on and you just turned to me and you say <laughs> you say we could be at home watching starcade 99 <laughs> <laughs> and, and I literally, I literally stopped for a second, and I thought, 
Why aren't we doing that? You know, because <coughs> oh my, you know what I mean? it's, it's like the the the, sa- the safety net, if you want to call it that. I you know exactly what you're getting. Now you now you remind me. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was yeah. that wasn't that was we were so fucking hyped for that show, weren't we? And it was such yeah. a letdown. But do you, do you think? And I think since we're forty minutes in, we should probably wrap it up with this one that we went to that show. I'd been to Fight Club Pro the night before, and to their credit, they put on a very, very good, very, very strong show. But we got there, and we found that they did, at the venue, they did some super spicy chicken wings. And we were just like, all right, a day to have some. So we were like, yeah, of course we were. Yeah. So we bought five chicken we, we wings. Both took it, yeah. And we went and sat on our seats like, oh my God, this is going to be the best. And I clearly remember biting into my, sort of my first wing and sort of looking over at you and like, not in the slightest bit spicy. We were so disappointed. And I think that set the tone for the show. So that when the in-ring action yeah. wasn't very good either, it's just like, oh, this is wank, isn't it? Could be watching Starcade yeah. 99. <laughs> That's the thing. And the reason why I don't keep up with wrestling now is because I don't expect it to be as good or make me feel as, as happy as I have before, as, have it, as it has done before. You know, and I expect because times that we're in, I expect when when live wrestling comes back, you and I will make the effort to go go see it. I think I'd like to because yes, it's something, yes. something that we enjoy doing. But I mean, at the same time, it's yeah. I can't I, this moment in time. I can't see. It. I, look, I, I could feel myself getting cross when I was thinking when I was talking about the speaking out movement. Then I, I, I could actually feel myself getting annoyed because it's one of those. I still. You know, almost a year later, it makes me so fucking angry to think about it. It's just one of those. Argh. Yeah, but do, do you think it's it's a case of um, the the people who who did that stuff and the people who made you angry made you hate it, or do you think you lost interest in it because it just wasn't I, what it used to be? I think it's a combination. I think I, I like I said I've said like I said before I think my my interest had been going gradually down from 2017 onwards, and then there was sh- there were shows I go to attack pro wrestling brand shows in Cheltenham, which is the nearest big town to me, that were just yeah. fabulous. You know, it was a really tiny, intimate venue, hundred people, really good in ring. You know, a party atmosphere in a, in a pub, so you could have a few beers and you know that sort of thing. And that's what I got from those first couple of good wrestling shows that we went to. You, know, there was thirty mm. people there, maybe maybe fifty, and it was a tiny little intimate venue. And I seemed to really, really get a kick out of that. And I think a lot of that was because, of, like I say, Fightful Pro were my, were my promotion, and they would got they'd gotten so massive. That, you know, this little thing where it was like, you know, I remember going to Fight Club Pro shows and pretty much knowing, being on first name terms with every single audience member. You know what I mean? And oh. then the next thing you know, you turn around two years later and the last Fight Club Pro show that you came to that was fucking huge and it was fucking wank. And we just got really, really drunk, didn't we? We drank a bottle of Jack Daniels between us. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, it, I, I, I sort of had a, a different a different view on it. I was, I, I thought to myself, like, I was going in there with an open mind. One of my favourite venues, uh, you know, in MK at Crawford Arms, and I just remember you—you you always used to get mad at wrestling. Hmm. I never got mad at it. Yeah. I was very critical of it because that's just who I am. I'm just a very critical person. But I remember sitting there watching the, that promotion, and I got mad. Hmm. And that's something that I don't do. If I'm at a library, I usually find things funny, you know, or I'll make fun of something. Pinch of salt kind of guy, but we watched. We watched. I was sat there and I was. It was was, was Big Grizzly versus a guy called Bino, and they were having a grudge match. They were wrestling a grudge match for no reason at all. There was no issue. There was 
they were literally just having this match, but they were wrestling in a, in a grudge match style, and it was just terrible booking. And we were just getting, this is the semi-main event as well, and we were just getting, it had been a, not a great show, and we just got more and more and more and more cross. And we just, you know, we, I, think, I can't remember which one of us said, should we, should we go? I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. And I've never walked out of a show, ever, never once. And I want you. Know, mm. I mean, I've, I've seen things that have made me want to, but I've changed my mind at the last second. You know, but this, well, this was like, fuck it. I, I'm not interested in sticking around for the main event. And then, you know, no. that, that that was the last good wrestling show that we went to. Fucking hell. Yeah, and the, so, yeah. the one. But I mean, the, it, the thing with the current product, and I don't know how many people will be able to relate to this. I think, and this will be another talking point for a different episode. Is the internet killed the excitement. I think. It killed the um, emotional energy that you invest mm. in wrestling because you're excited about wondering what's going to happen. With the internet, it's already there. You can read it. It's you know, it's the ins and outs of everybody's life. They're not characters, as we said. They're people. And by becoming people, their life gets put all over the internet as well. So it's nothing is you know sacred anymore or whatever you want to call it. I don't think in a television environment that is appealing to a fan. You know, I think mystery and I think, you know, curiosity and interest in that is what holds, holds you know, your attention. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. When was the last time you, uh, when, I'm just thinking while you're saying that, when was the last time you absolutely lost your mind watching something wrestling? Because for me, it was when the Hardy Boys came back for WrestleMania. That was, a, I, was, I was watching that in 2017 and I was in, my, um, yeah, I was in, yeah. I was in Tenerife. Yeah. I think it was something For, like for watching it? Um, oh my God. That's the yeah. last tele- televised uh, thing that I really lost my mind to. I can't honestly tell you the last time I was watching. Oh yeah, um, when in AEW when Pentagon gave the uh, pile driver off a ladder to one of the young bucks. Okay, you table. That was the last thing that made me pop. But the the actual uh, feeling it was when I, I was at Mania Thirty Four. It's different. Always um, gonna be different, isn't it? it it's different, you know, because you're just there, but. It's the first thing when you walk into it, and I've done it a couple of times. Where you walk in there, and it's just like, "Oh, this is it!" Like, you know, and there's 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 nothing like it. But I can't tell you the last time I honestly felt myself glued to my seat and thinking, "Wow, I need to watch tomorrow night, mm, or I need to watch mm, next week." Mm. Whereas you know, I know, like you said, <laughs> I just know that the, the last time that we had a wrestling session, we sat there the, most of the evening with a great big grin on our face, didn't we? Because I knew we were watching something great. You know the matches that we watched yep. that night were fantastic, for the most part. I said on the on the vlog, did Bam Bam versus Taz? One of those. Huh, I remember this match being pretty good, and it really isn't. But the rest of it, but we still we still were entertained watching oh, yeah, it, yeah, even if it was we still entertained watching it. But I think that the the, the sign off line I'll use is: if you care about something, you'll make time for it. Mm. Yeah, and it's one of those things, and that's pretty much how I how I, you know remember you saying well you don't follow it anymore because hmm. you don't have the time and you don't care yeah. about making time for it I, I, i've said i've said, I've said you'd rather I, use it up on something that's guaranteed to interest to, to you know hold your interest I, I i i've got a very finite amount of free time and it's one of those you know i i have to be very very careful of what i do with it and that means that it can take me six months to watch a series for example you know the, a great a great example of the latest series of the crown you know, I've still got four episodes left of it. I watched, I've watched every series and been, 
I, I, this is one of the best things I've ever seen on television. But I, I, it's one of those. It's one of those you know, after a hard day, but it's one of those. The crowns you have to think about it. Is what I think. you have to really pay attention to it. And after a hard day of work, where I'm, both our brains are absolutely sozzled, I'm just like, no, I don't want to watch something I have to think about. That's a, you know, that's an example. Right. Wrestling is. I don't think I will ever say to Les, Les, do you want to watch the latest episode of Raw? Because we'll go for. I don't give a shit. I just don't give a fuck. I couldn't tell you who's on it these days. I don't want to. No, no, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. And Liz is, um, you know, for maybe you should just just to see what it's like. Do a review of like one of the latest. Do a review. Because after write notes, <laughs> I keep saying I don't want to do reviews. Writing notes is awful. Taking five hours to watch a three-hour show because you have to stop and watch and. That doesn't interest me in the slightest. And I don't. This this series, if it happens, will not be. Um, will not be reviews for sure. I may may talk about some certain matches and certain bits in said matches that have entertained me or made me pop. Or this is significant in this match, but not 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 an actual. I'm going to do a play, a play by. Who wants to do a fucking play by play from me? Who gives a shit? OSW, go back to it. They could do play by play because they could show you what's happening on the screen, and that's that's important. Yeah. Whereas with me, is, is you're listening to me, and if I go back and watch my video, if I, not that I ever go back and watch my vids very often, but but that 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 last night of wrestling that we watched together, where if I've got if I've reviewed this show in the past, I can go back and look at my star ratings. You know, there will be bits that entertain yeah. me, because at the very start of this, it's always the it's the bits in between, but the play by play fucking gives a shit. This has been a lot of fun, no. dude. Do you reckon people will watch a 50-minute video of us all talking? What was that, sorry? What's the next pay-per-view? Royal Rumble. Yeah. Even that, I don't think I'll watch, because every year I go into it going, yeah, but you could always the Rumble, haven't you? And then you come away because you're disappointed, because the surprises are, oh, great, what did you fucking do? Yay. <sighs> fucking who cares? <laughs> Listen, if you care, you'll make time for it. Well, sir, if you've enjoyed this, folks, with watching Dan and I witter on and go all around the fucking houses, you know, for 50 minutes, because like, we want it to be unscripted, so there's no set plan for this. There's no set... No. You know, I started telling you about what I'll get into Future Shock, and literally, you know, two seconds into it, we're on to talk about something else, for example. And if you like that, good, tell us. Yeah, literally, give us feedback. We, need, we will need feedback from this, because we want to make this as good as it can be. So tell us in the comments what you think, what you've liked, what you've not liked. Does this dynamic work? You know, does this layout on the screen? Because we can't obviously do it in person. We would, truly would. We would love to do something like this in person. It'd be great. Yeah, have a few beers, have a few smokes, and just talk bollocks to cut the camera. But in these current times, we can't. So this is the best we can do. I mean, you did that for years. Mm, really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I really hope you've enjoyed this. And it's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Damn. And you too, mate. Right, so next, and, uh, yeah. so next time. Until next if, time. If, if, if we do another one, and I can't see why we wouldn't, what we'll do is, we'll, I think, maybe if you think of two topics. Dan is grumpy and bitter. <laughs> we'll probably, th probably think of maybe two or three topics. Or, if you've got a topic that you would like us to talk about, that you think, you know, I'd like to hear these two idiots talking about, insert here. Give us top fives or something. That's a good, always a good one. Mm. Yeah. But if it's about anything in the current day, and oh, I, I will tell you this much, please don't do this. If you could name five superstars to go from WWE to AEW, who would they be? I used to fucking detest that when I used to do Q&As. Fuck that noise. Yeah. But yeah, so think if you've got questions, if you've got things, a, top, a good topic for us, 
whack it in, tell, tell a sound below, we'll put it into the spinner, we'll pull something out, and we'll talk about it. How's that sound? Ladies and gentlemen. That's fine with me. He's been Danny Ace, and I've been Mark P. Take it easy, folks. Yeah.